What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning? Good morning. Healthy alive? Uh, no, I don't mean that as a dig. And uh, I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. But I'm, I'm jealous. You, you having that nice chicken noodle soup. I do like a good well, chicken noodle soup. Yeah, yeah. it is, it is kind of nice. But um, I, I wish it were under better circumstances, you know, but I'm, yeah. I'm not feeling very well today. A little bit of a, of a sore throat. It's um, cold and flu season. Yeah, that's just the way that it is. Happens every year. Cold snap hits, you get a sore throat, get sniffles for a few days, and yeah, you make a recovery. It is not COVID-19, but uh, this morning, yeah, it's uh, unfortunate news. You know, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm coming down with something, but I'm dosed on like mega doses of vitamin C right now, so I'm feeling pretty righteous. And I have got uh, an armload of drugs and therapeutics here that I've showed you. Yeah, got got all this stuff, right? I'm shaking all these, all these boxes full of stuff. It's all, It's mostly all natural. Right. There's some uh, there's some uh, there's a local anesthetic in there, I think, somewhere that you determined that that's what it was. Um, yeah. Yeah. But it's yeah. Anyway, uh, but mostly it's uh, it's all natural stuff. I do have some synthetic stuff. I got some Dayquil on the back burner just in case. Right. Or some Daymed for those of you that are on the EU side of things. Same thing. And I've also got some fantastic green tea. And like you said, I've got some uh, some chicken noodle soup here, uh, some homemade stuff. Fantastic. So I- I'm feeling I'm feeling good today. <laughs> but tomorrow we'll see uh, how that that progresses because usually it's three days coming, three days staying, three days going. So uh, that's that's usually how it is. But uh, we'll talk about some COVID stuff later on this afternoon, and we're also going to get into the uh, the Hunter Biden laptop scandal. I think is what it is now. Laptop gate? Can we call it laptop gate? <laughs> yeah, laptop gate. This yeah. is no seriously. That whole scandal is worse than Watergate. It is far worse. <laughs> it is. So yeah, we're going to get into that today. We're also going to talk about China and what China's role is in all this and why we're not hearing anything about China because of what's actually happening over there. Why are we not hearing about that? And nothing in the news is about that either. And we're going to we're going to ask the question as to why. Same thing with um, with the agenda behind COVID-19. We've been talking here at Nauseam about what the agenda is behind the lockdowns, behind COVID-19. We've been saying for months it's the World Economic Forum. It's a bunch of control freak degenerates down in Davos, Switzerland that are calling these plays. And we're not the only ones saying it. So we're going to talk about it later on this afternoon. What is the agenda behind COVID-19? And it's not just coming from us. Finally, it's actually being brought to light by someone else, uh, a politician from a major world or major country around the world. So we'll hear about that. Anyway, uh, and major this news morning, organizations. And major news organizations. Yeah. And it's being scrubbed, right? No one's hearing about yes. it. This morning, though, you brought an interesting point to me. You didn't elaborate because I said, let's lead with it. I want to hear about it. 4G on the moon. What is it? Yep. So NASA and Nokia signed a deal and they're going to have a 4G network on the moon. Uh, that's funny. Uh, Huawei's LTE. not in on that. For, Huawei's not in on that. No, no. It's Nokia, which uh, Nokia is uh, uh, based out of Finland, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um so the network is to uh, be in place for moonwalkers by late 2022. Um, they want to have this network up for um, basically allow astronauts to use a smart device, you know, like you can call home if you want, 
or uh, control a, a, a rover for that matter. And you'll ha- have all that wirelessly. Uh, just a quick question. Uh, would roaming charges apply? <laughs> That's a good question. I mean, you are on the moon after all, right? Um, but they're also looking to use it for other things such as uh, keeping an eye on astronauts, such as biometric data and that sort of thing. So yeah, it, it looks, I mean, uh, I don't see why we haven't done it sooner. Honestly, we have the technology. Uh, we're looking to get a colony up there, uh, a base station, if you will, by 2028. So it, yeah, this is this is going to be one of the things we uh, we use. Musk is saying Mars in four years. That would also imply that we have a refueling depot established on the moon by that time. Isn't that correct? No, no. you don't need one. Yeah, yeah, you can get you can get astronauts there one way trip to to Mars uh, from Earth. Just under basically, you you just need it to get off the off the Earth's surface and have enough fuel to do to realign trajectory and uh, for landing. Pretty much it. Right. And um, Sir Isaac Newton does the rest, right? Yeah, basically. Um, I don't know if they're going to use like slingshot around the moon or something, you know, get a little bit extra speed. I think they did that with one of theirs, but that might have been to like Jupiter or something. But if they were to slingshot, it would it would, you know, increase speed quite, quite substantially and get you there quicker. But they might overshoot, so they probably aren't going to do that. You're, mm-hmm. you're, it's a lot faster doing that. 4G on the moon. Man, that's a, that, that would be one hell of a long-distance phone call. What, the, what kind of latency are you looking at with that? So if, if, if they set up the system there, you're still looking at like a you know, five-second delay or something like that. It's still – it may even be 20 seconds or so. Um, the communications that we had with astronauts, though, like the ones that did the moon missions back in the, uh, the 60s, the communications we had, though – there wasn't any latency, but that's voice comms, though, right? There was latency, but it, you're, you're talking um, it, it'll be fairly lowish. I don't know. It's not like it's not like sending transmissions to Mars, for example. You know, Mars is something like 20 minutes or something like that. I mean, it's a fairly long period of time for sending a signal and receiving one. The moon, obviously, being closer is going to be a lot shorter. If they would do something like 5G, maybe it'd be faster. You know, for example, uh, we, we heard latency... Uh, about five milliseconds, roughly. So, okay, theoretical, theoretical. So, uh, Musk is doing these. E- Elon Musk, he's doing this Starlink system, right? The, um, yeah. the 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 satellite internet stuff with the lasers. Okay, strategically positioning a relay with lasers as as the communication medium from here to the moon, which is only about what is it like two hundred fifty thousand miles away, something like that. Uh, I think it's further than that. Is it further than that? Or maybe it's 350. I, I know it's not half a million. I, I know it's not that high. Uh, bu- 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 um, 238,000. Yeah. Okay. So two, was, 239. Okay. I was close. So strategically placing, uh, say, like a, a 5G Starlink system between here and there, that would certainly be uh, an option going forward. Yeah. Is, is it possible to do that? A laser relay? Sure. I, I would assume so. We use lasers to uh, track the distance of the moon from the Earth. So... Yeah, it's possible you could use that for data transfer. If you would have one specifically set up specifically set up for that, um, you're very minimal delay. Even at 238,000 miles, you're still looking at no longer delays than what we see here on Earth. Right. And um, I'm thinking you, you're talking, you're, you're doing video links, you're doing uh, autonomous, well, not autonomous, you're doing drone control, rover control in real time, more or less. So let's see here. Maybe I need I need meters to miles here. Hang on a sec. Uh, uh sixteen hundred meters in one mile. If you're asking, 
So you're looking at about um, probably about a second or two delay from the moon, even using lasers. That's nothing. Yeah, that that's that's our current delay. If uh, with geosynchronous satellites, it's about a second delay as is. So one to two second delay. That's not bad at all, uh, considering um, it's going to make it'll make like voice comms a little It'll make it a little janky for someone that's used to, you know, talking on the phone and getting a response within 200 milliseconds. It'll make it a little awkward. But they're on the moon. Yeah, they're on the moon. You'll be able to do like uh, FaceTime and everything. Like you can do a video call. It's a 4G network. So I would assume, you know, you have those data transfer speeds. If you're using lasers, uh, have a, a, you know, a relay set up there. Yeah, they might do right. something similar with Mars. Yeah, I mean, I, I could see that for sure. And of course, you know, you set up a relay station on the moon. I think honestly, I think the moon, they'll they'll do the mining operations for H3, but they're also going to do, I think, some kind of like a, you know, spaceport, you know, in inside out refueling, you know, whatever it is they're going to do. Yeah. I, I really think yeah, that's the only like purpose it's going to serve. You'll have a yeah, you'll have a crew that will jump in and out uh, that, that will rotate in and out just like you have on, say, like an oil rig. And that'll be it. That, that's my guess. I can see that. Yeah, I kind of have like a small skeleton crew that just keeps it up and running and maintains. Just maintenance people. Yeah. Then you'll have the delivery staff every once in a while, which will probably be robots, uh, if we're honest with, with the direction everything's going. I mean, 2030, we could see a lot more automation um, in manufacturing on Earth. So I would imagine they would do something like that on, on uh, the moon. Cut down on how many astronauts are there. Cut down on... Uh, you know, costs for sending someone back and forth, supplies, all that stuff. You just have to have power and that's it. And if we're mining it for fusion, have a fusion reactor on the moon. There you go. This week in leftist violence. I love this. So we have the top five of leftist violence for the week. All right. So let's start with number five. Democratic lawmaker's stepson is arrested for assaulting an officer and planning a series of attacks on police. But they're just mostly peaceful, right? They're mostly peaceful. A stepson of a former Democratic state representative in Washington was charged Friday with assaulting a police officer, attempted arson and reckless burning. Seattle police said the 19 year old assaulted and f- excuse me, said uh, plotted assaults and fire bombings with a high degree of sophistication and touted his work with pride. He says his stepmother, former representative Laura Rutterman, has advocated releasing him into her custody, saying he's Listen to this. He's basically a good kid and a straight A student. Uh, OK, uh, he's basically a good kid. OK, I, I don't care what he behaves like at the dinner table. Uh, if he's a university kid, 19 year old. Yeah, 19 years old. He, he goes out to one of these universities. He gets wound up by one of these nihilistic, uh, you know, uh, degenerate type professors. Mostly peaceful. Mostly peaceful. Yeah. He might be yeah. a straight A student because he might have straight A's in Marxist theory. So, yeah, he's a straight A student, but he's basically a good kid. He's mostly peaceful. I'm sorry. If you get caught with this kind of stuff and and you're a college student, if you're my kid, you're not getting any more money out of me. You're done. You know, enjoy your education because I'm not paying for it. Good luck to you. Release into her custody for crying out loud. Okay, number four. Protesters. I love this. Protesters arrested trying to disrupt the Barrett hearings. Do do you know, we don't arrest protesters. We we don't do that, do we? Well, I mean, the left would tell you we do because we're we're arresting the the mostly peaceful protesters. Yes, we're arresting the uh, the freedom fighters that are going up against the fascist state. Yes. Uh, Yes, In an attempt to recreate the chaos that accompanied the Brett Kavanaugh confirmation battle. Yeah, you remember that? 
Protesters forced Capitol Hill police to arrest them. How do you force police to arrest you? The only way you force police to arrest you is if you assault them. After they blocked the door to the Senate office building in opposition to Amy Coney Barrett's confirmation to the Supreme Court. Did she get confirmed? I think they're still doing the hearings. I don't know that they've actually voted on that yet. I did see her in the uh, the hearings. Man, she nailed it. She was she's good. She is good. I have to give her that. She is good. I actually seen Feinstein was getting a lot of flack for um, mm-hmm. uh, hugging. What was it? Lindsey Graham? Is that who she hugged? I, or, uh, that or, and she was also saying she was caught on. A, Feinstein was caught on a hot mic saying that um, the reason that uh, that Barrett takes the position she does on abortion is because of her devotion to her religion. Uh, yeah. Well, she won't she won't receive any flack from the left for saying that she was oh, receiving no. flack from the left because she was saying this is one of the best hearings she's been a part of or Senate confirmation hearing she's been a part of. And honestly, uh, seeing the interviews that she's done, she is very intelligent. She's on top of all like uh, we've talked about it before with her notes and all that. And she's sharp. What notes? She knows. She, what she's she doesn't about. have any notes. Exactly. She's actually She's sitting there dealing it to these senators with no notes. Like they actually have, they had her. Could you hold up the paper and show us what your notes say? <laughs> Blank piece of paper, nothing on it. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, just amazing. the header. So I, I'm impressed with this, uh, with this appoint, appointed. No, uh, she's good. Judge. She's good. She gets, did, uh, yeah. Did you see what? Did you see her going back and forth with Kamala Harris when she, when she was Kamala Harris asked the same question three times, different ways, of course. And every time Barrett gave her a different answer, but it was the same answer. It's like, listen, uh, I don't have time for this lady. Yeah, just get on with whatever it is you're going to get on with. All right. Number three, Kansas City activists lock courthouse doors to stop evictions. Are they evicting people out there? They must be. Kansas City activists claiming all evictions are an act of violence tried to chain the doors shut to the Jackson County uh, Courthouse on Thursday. The 16th Judicial Circuit stated that it would not shut down legal proceedings based on this attempted intimidation from activists, saying that every citizen has a right to access the courts. So, see, housing's a right. Yeah, housing's a right. Number two, rioters... I like how they actually got this one right. Rioters trash a historical museum in Oregon and attempt to set it on fire. This is the uh, the mostly peaceful protesters out there. The rioters came through. They smashed the windows and doors and attempted to start a fire at a museum of the Oregon Historical Society, which states on its website that it is committed to equitable treatment of all people and the elimination of discrimination in all forms. So see, they're on your side. Yeah, they're, they're out there. They're endorsing the mostly peaceful movement. But yet the mobs that are out there in the streets. Oh, yeah. You see how peaceful they are. They want to burn you down. The mobs will come for you. They always do. Remember that. A commemorative quilt sewn by Afri- uh, by an African-American woman to honor pivotal moments in black history was also damaged. And Mayor Ted Wheeler called the acts obscene, which is precisely why you're going to get voted out, you useless piece of garbage, Wheeler. And guess who's going to replace you? An Antifa member. That's who's going to replace you. That's who's leading in the polls out there right now. Is that accurate, though, is my question? Well, I don't know. Are those polls the, accurate? I, I don't know. We if don't they're as accurate as the... Yeah, if they're as accurate as the Biden polls, I would say no. And number one, protesters in Portland topple statues of Lincoln and Roosevelt. Yeah, because that makes sense. A protest in Portland called the er, called the Indigenous Peoples Day of Rage. Were there any indigenous peoples out there on Indigenous Peoples Day? I, I highly doubt that. They defaced and toppled statues of Abraham Lincoln and Teddy Roosevelt. Protesters scream, F all you colonizers, as they tore Roosevelt's statue down. And the base of Lincoln's statue had graffiti reading stolen land. Do, do you idiots not understand what Lincoln did? <laughs> the, man, 
Unbelievable. Anyway, all right. That is uh, this week in leftist violence and intimidation. So um, did you see you got any comments on that? There, um, one of the ones that wasn't listed there, there was a protest, um, legit protest uh, towards Twitter for the um, bannings and the, the, you know, because of the Biden um, laptops gate. Right. Yeah. They're just doing out in the open. Now. Uh, right. There was protesters protesting that and Antifa and BLM showed up and started um, assaulting those protesters. And uh, some of the like one of the um, organizers of the um, legit protest, uh, one of the Antifa guys slugged him in the face. Actually, I think it was BLM uh, slugged him in the face, uh, knocked one of his teeth out and the other one was uh, dangling and bloodied mouth really bad. And yeah, messed him up bad. Yeah, I saw that. There's actually a GoFundMe page for the guy to uh, to get his teeth fixed. So, uh, and at last I saw there was uh, there was about six thousand dollars in there. So let's uh, let's hope that um, let's hope that guy gets uh, you know gets some treatment there. But yeah, that yeah. that just shows the hypocrisy, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, but you know they're mostly peaceful. Mostly peaceful. These are, these are the tolerant, accepting people in our society. So I mean, you know, you, you have to respect that. The Flaming Lips perform a concert with an audience encased in anti-COVID bubbles. Did you see this? I thought it was a joke. I, I swear to you. I thought that it was a, I thought it was a, 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 a photoshopped meme or something when I saw it. The rock band, The Flaming Lips, never heard of them, performed an unusual concert last week with themselves and the audience encased in plastic bubbles for protection against COVID. The band performed the socially distant concert in Oklahoma City at the uh, Criterion. Does that sound right? Sure. Yeah, we'll go with that. Well, it's just down the road from you. I figured you might know. Um, well, it's an hour with, away. I don't go. I don't go to OKC much. I thought you were at this concert. I mean, isn't that? Yeah, me and a big crowd of uh, degenerates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the bubbles. Well, I mean, you're all in bubbles. So I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. On Monday, they had this concert with themselves and every member of the audience placed inside 100 inflatable plastic spheres because, well, you know, the COVID nineteen pandemic, uh, which we're going to talk about that later on today. And you're going to hear it from a team of doctors at the international level, what they actually think of this <clears throat> pandemic. I'm doing air quotes. Uh, performing at the Criterion in their hometown on Monday evening, the Flaming Lips placed themselves and all attending fans inside individual plastic spheres. The concert, which was part of the live show, part of the music video shoot, was born out of a sketch doodled by whatever. Uh, at the time, they say that the idea was more or less social commentary on the state of the virus, with the thinking that COVID-19 would never linger long enough to see the bubble experiment fully flaked. It says, uh, I don't think it, this is from the uh, uh, this is from one of the uh, the band members. He says, um, I don't think anybody would have thought in the middle of March that this is still going to be going on eight months later. I think we all thought this is a this is a month. This is a maybe two months thing. We're going to get a handle on this. Well, we're going to talk about the handle later on today. We're going to get more in depth in that. We'll get into that. What what are you, you're laughing over there? What are you laughing at? Well, uh, just just the whole bubble thing. I was I was kind of looking at it. They've oh, apparently gotta, been doing this you since 2006. But you got to protect yourself against against COVID nineteen, Bruce. I mean, mm -hmm. you, you got to think if you don't have access to the the hot pre order of the COVID nineteen space helmet from the company in Utah, and yours clearly isn't ready for mass production yet. Well, then they mm -hmm. have to do something. Mm -hmm. They have to do something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it gets some attention. You're out there doing concerts again. It's unique. So I don't know. Unique, I mean, people I guess, are going to yeah. remember it. If people will remember it, whether or not uh, people will remember it that didn't attend the concert is yet to be seen. But I don't know. Uh, apparently, they've been doing uh, since 2006. They've been playing with the idea, um, the bubbles. But it's 
been them the uh personally that have uh you know done some kind of like music videos and whatnot i don't even know what style of music these guys are bruce you remember steve bannon yeah all right we're we're gonna talk a little bit about him later on this afternoon he gave an interview and they're saying that he's possibly the one behind a lot of these releases of this um well upcoming releases of the um uh, Hunter Biden laptop, which we'll talk about that later today. But Steve Bannon has also made another statement. He says he was the White House strategist under um, under Trump, and he was also the campaign strategist that uh, was part of his effort to get him elected in 2016. Bannon has said that if Trump loses the election, he'll run again in 2024. Do you think that's true? I don't think so. Personally, I, I think the left are going to go after Trump so hard that uh, he might actually leave the country or he's just going to kind of... Um I can't see him. Uh, maybe maybe he'll create like a his own television network, news network or something, you know, Trump TV or something. I think he should but, do that. Now. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that's what he'll end up doing. Uh, either way, he's going to end up doing that, I think. But whether or not he'll run in 2024. I don't know, man. That's that's honestly, I think Trump should do. I think I, I think you're on to something there. I think Trump should do the uh, the, the networks now. And do all the production, and everything, because he's a he's a TV guy, right? He's an entertainer. Yeah. So do the networks now, do the TV thing now, and and promote something that he does, you know, once a week or once every few days or something. The fireside chats, like Teddy Roosevelt used to do. Tell the American people directly. Cut out the media, right? Cut out the media. Forget them. They're going to take you out of context anyway. Create the fireside chats. Put them out. Do it online or whatever, because that's how people get their news, right? Put it out on your social media accounts, and then that's how you talk to the American people. Forget <laughs> the media. Get banned. Of course, it'll get banned. But exactly that right there. That will show who those people really are to those that still don't see it. So I, I don't know. I'm just I'm, I'm looking at it from a way that I mean, this is why he tweets, right? I, I don't like the Twittering thing, but th this is why he tweets. It cuts out the media and they can't stand it. They want to be able to be the mouthpiece for the executive branch. They want to put out the agenda through their filter and not have an American president, whoever it is, come out and talk to the people directly. They don't want that. They don't want that. They want someone that sticks to the script and does what they want to do, which is business as usual. Well, we're seeing it with uh, New York Times, right? The uh, New York New York Post, my bad. We're seeing it with New York Post, right? Uh, Twitter's banned them, essentially. It's not really officially. It's just suspended. But uh, it's been, what, five days now or so? New York Post is like, yeah, we're, we're not going to remove the article. The article is, uh, it's been vetted. The information's been vetted. The FBI has it. This is actual information we have documentation and everything showing that this is indeed hunter biden's uh laptop in fact hunter biden has not denied that that was his laptop in fact his lawyer has requested that the uh, repair shop return the laptop which obviously they don't have it anymore it's in rudy giuliani's and the fbi's hands so why you would it, it's admitting guilt at this point you're saying yeah this, uh, is, this is my laptop yeah, can and that, my information can we, can we have that laptop back we're, we're gonna need that we don't want that information getting out to the public so i don't know i mean if trump if he does if he does his own news media if he does his own network uh same situation twitter's gonna ban it facebook's gonna ban it they're gonna do what they're gonna do anyway all right we're gonna have to go this morning so thank you for sitting down this morning bruce thank you to all the listeners for all these topics and more please check us out later on this afternoon and i hope everyone has a great morning Thank you.